Good afternoon. Welcome to the NDI Politics Podcast, where we explore the Georgian political landscape through in-depth interviews with the leaders and shakers on issues facing the nation. My name is Laura Thornton, NDI Global Associate and Senior Director based here in Tbilisi. It is November 26th. This project would not be possible without the technical and moral support from the Georgian Institute for Public Administration, GIPA and Radio GIPA. It is my incredible honor today to have David Asupashvili, the former Speaker of Parliament and a member of the opposition. Uh, and I know many of you out there are extremely interested, as I am, in his reflections on recent developments in the country around the election system. In particular, the proposal of an alternative model, the so-called German model, as a compromise out of the current impasse. Uh, David, a million thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Laura, for inviting. Um, as most of our listeners know, uh, recently Georgian Dream has failed to secure the votes to pass a constitutional change to move to a fully proportional electoral system in the 2020 elections. This reform had widespread support from political parties as well as society. Uh, but more importantly, it was a promise made to protesters back in June. Um, with this failure, folks such as yourself have proposed an alternative that could keep the majoritarian and would not require a constitutional change. Can you kindly describe uh, to our listeners a little bit about what this proposal entails? Well, uh, I assume that our listeners are well aware why the electoral system uh, has become kind of cornerstone of political debates in Georgia. That's because during the last 30 years, we are living with one particular system, which has two components, proportional and majoritarian. But since they are disconnected completely, this system uh, gives advantage to the ruling party or somebody who comes and uh, takes all the power from the uh, former ruling party. And uh, therefore, we never uh, were able to break the cycle of one party, one man rule. That's why the debate on proportional system was always here. And yeah, finally, five months ago, the government promised, uh, and it not only promised, they came up with the uh, initiative. Yeah, It was the party leader who said that, yes, Georgia will have proportional uh, system with uh, zero barrier, with no blocks and blah, blah, blah. So that was the done uh, on the light of the mass demonstrations, anti-Russian demonstrations when uh, youth was on the street. And uh, yeah, we realized that uh, the government probably uh, finally understood that it was better to uh, take this, this step towards uh, right things, I would say. So when they failed to uh, gather enough votes, they failed because they wanted to fail. Because everybody who observed this process are... Uh, uh, very sure, and there are zero questions remaining, that that was staged failure, uh, that was planned failure. Uh, and uh, that's how uh, we received even worse situation than we had back in June, when we were still debating about the necessity of the proportional elections, and the government would refuse. And observer from the outside could say that, oh yeah, there are all the countries debating this kind of stuff, and yeah, there are different opinions, and if there is no agreement, what you can do, there is a law, constitution, and you should go uh, with that. But now we have a political crisis which is doubled, if not tripled, uh, with the broken word of the government. And that the other day we met with the, the um, uh, ambassadors from uh, many countries and <laughs> many of them were so surprised saying that, well, if something like happens in our countries, that means that the coalition would be collapsed and the government would resign. 
because if government is not able to keep its word on such an important and sensitive political issue, and they say that, you know, yeah, we uh, c could not find common uh, ground, that means that there is no majority in the country, and that means that, yeah, we are moving to something else. Now, about the German model. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I was among those uh, opposition representatives who kind of digged out this model from our archives as the solution for this particular situation. Of course, we understand that the proportional system which was proposed for constitutional amendments is much better, mm -hmm. much clearer, and uh, yeah, that was number one choice. But since any changes in the Constitution requires not less than uh, 113 votes, and we saw that uh, during previous attempt, just 101 did that, uh, and the government uh, does not show any signs that they will regroup or reconvince each other and so on, just the vice versa. They say, no, it's closed, and we are not coming to back to the issue. Yeah, we started finding solution outside of the constitutional amendments. The model which could satisfy the demands from different sides uh, and still would, could be adopted by uh, absolute majority of the parliament, which is 76 votes in our case. And the German model, yeah, we digged out it from our house, when I say, because it was first suggested to the Georgian parliament back in June 2016. Hmm. That was the time when the previous uh, parliament was uh, about to end its term. And then it was uh, the issue as well. Uh, then I was speaker of the parliament and I had on the table two sets of the constitutional amendments, one proposed by the Georgian Dream, uh, and it was the envision proportional elections for 2020 and not 2016. And there was another one suggested by the opposition, which was uh, saying that we want propor proportional elections now, 2016. So, uh, well, I personally failed to convince the then opposition UNM in the parliament that it's better to secure proportional elections for 2020 now, because there's no way to see that this the earlier introduction of the system, uh, because the Georgian dream would refuse. Well, unfortunately, the opposition uh, did not uh, take this uh, line. And then uh, our faction, Republican Party faction, proposed this German model, which uh, in those days also did not require constitutional amendments and it could be passed by 76 votes. But it was already late uh, and uh, it was May, June of 2016. And uh, yeah, it, it even was not considered by the parliament seriously because the elections were so uh, in front. Now, why it is kind of solution for, for our problems? Because the so-called German model and not the German law on elections, which sometimes people are mixing to each other, we know that Germany, there is a Germany, <laughs> and the, the, the <laughs> law uh, and the constitution uh, has its specificities. What we are talking about, the principles of the German model, which could be easily adopted to Georgian constitutional and other realities. And what is it? German model says that the overall number of mandates in the parliament will be distributed proportionally among the parties based on their votes which they received, uh, which their party list received mm -hmm. nationwide. At the same time, there are majoritarian or single mandate uh, constituency elections organized and parties can uh, present their candidates in those districts. And what happens at the end? Let's say in our case we have 150 mandates in, in parliament. The constitution says that 77 must be uh, elected through proportional uh, lists and 73 through majoritarian lists. What we are saying is that the constitution also says 
at the end of this very article that the conditions and rules of the elections as well as the rule of distribution of the mandates uh, shall be provided by the law, mm -hmm. which is the code on elections, yeah, electoral code. So we say that let's ensure that constitutional requirements about 77 being elected through party lists and 73 being elected in majoritarian constituencies is observed. But at the same time, we say that if party gets in proportional uh, system, party list gets 10% of votes, which reflects uh, 15 mandates out of 150, this party is awarded with 15 mandates. However, before uh, taking uh, giving these 15 mandates to anybody from the party list, we look to the majoritarian uh, system results. And if this party already won, let's say, seven mandates in seven majoritarian districts, we would say that out of 15 reserved for this party, seven is already taken their representatives, so and therefore eight. just eight yep. would be added from the proportional party list. After this, we are keeping all the constitutional requirements in the parliament when we see the parliament coming together. 77 will be through the party lists coming to the parliament, 73 through the majoritarian districts, and uh, the composition of the parliament overally would be proportional, but the representation of the people from districts will be ensured as well. Mm -hmm. Now, and I'm ending here, this model satisfies the demand of the opposition for decades, including the recent mass uh, demonstrations and protest actions, because proportionality is observed. This model satisfies demand of the majoritarian MPs from the ruling party, who did the, that rebellion or whatever, because they did not want to abolish their majoritarian constituencies. And we say, okay, you can keep those constituencies and you can go and run and ensure that representation of those people is uh, there. And most importantly in this political game, it ensures that Mr. Ivanishvili keeps his word, which he said, which he promised, not only to Georgian people, but, but to the international democratic community. Then he said that, well, I failed to convince my uh, fellow party members and therefore it failed. And now we are offering this uh, solution for his uh, word as well. Uh, well, this is, I believe, the uh, uh, perfect uh, uh, model for addressing all these issues coming from the opposition, from the ruling party uh, majoritarians, from the ruling party members who voted for the proportional system, and for the leader of the ruling party, Mr. Ivanishvili, and for the long-time uh, advice by the Venice Commission, by ODIR, by other international organizations, that Georgia needs to have more uh, uh, fair system in terms of representation. So that's all about if one wanted to find the solution. Right. And so one of the arguments that we've been hearing, of course, as you well know, is, well, one of them is a constitutional argument. So there's some that are saying uh, that no, 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 no. In fact, in the Constitution, it's quite clear that the 77 only the 77 proportional seats shall be distributed proportionally. Um, what, what's sort of your response? No, it's not uh, the language of the Constitution. Constitution says that the Parliament of Georgia is composed by 150 
members, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, which are, who are elected through equal and so on and so on mm-hmm. elections. Uh, 77 uh, true uh, proportional elections and 73 true majoritarian elections. The model, and then the, there's a sentence that the rule of distribution of mandates is defined by the law. The rule of distribution of mandates. So, as far as a, that rule, is it German or Australian or uh, I don't know, uh, whatever, as far as that rule makes sure that yes, 73 MPs who are entering the parliament are coming from the proportion, uh, majoritarian uh, elections and majoritarian districts. And their election system was majoritarian. Mm-hmm. This is constitutional. And as far as the other 77 entering to the parliament are entering there through the uh, elections uh, of, of the, uh, among the party lists, and their representation is based on proportionality system. It is constitutional. Nothing prevents uh, the code of elections, which is another important law where the constitution refers. Uh, this law can establish the rule of proportionality mm-hmm. out of 150, out of 77, out of, I don't know, anything, because it's, it's, it's on the decision of the code what kind of proportionality we are talking about? Does anybody uh, says that proportionality defined from 150 is not proportionality? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Uh, proportionality defined from 77 is proportionality? It is proportionality. The main thing is that the 73 mandates are secured. Exactly. Yeah. Secured for majoritarian uh, system of elections and nothing uh, uh, makes uh, any danger for them because this German model gives uh, priority to those uh, majoritarian uh, winners uh, versus the party Mm -hmm. list. Uh, Even more, if a party received more majoritarian seats, then proportionality formula would give them they are keeping those seats. <laughs> Let's say if uh, my um, uh, kind of ceiling was 15 mandate, but uh, my majoritarians did so well that they won 17 districts. I am getting those 17 uh, mandates. And uh, the deficit is offset through the different mm-hmm. means. Even more, if a party does not, uh, um, was not able to pass the threshold of 3%, which is in the constitution and is in our uh, model of the German model, uh, party did not pass that threshold, and its representative receives majoritarian uh, mandate. That mandate is kept to that person. So, so it doesn't adversely affect, is what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't take away from the majoritarian Yeah, yeah, majoritarian uh, seats are secured. Right. It's not mixed up right, in, right. In, in any proportionality distribution. Mm-hmm. What is distributed proportionally is 77. Right. And German model says that, uh, our suggestion says that, let's define proportionality of distribution of those 77 out of 150, total number of uh, seats, and somebody wants to read the constitution uh, differently. That's the issue. Uh, the main thing here in terms of, uh, in, in, in this constitutionality debate, well, I would ask those who are arguing about, uh, against constitutionality, was uh, Ivanishvili's proposal constitutional back in June when he proposed the majority uh, proportional system? 
Of course, it was not constitutional, but it was a real political decision. And whatever would take implementation of political decision, the ruling party was ready for that, including amending the constitution. Therefore, first, number one thing in this debate is to hear from the ruling party. Are they politically willing to find solution? And if the constitutionality issue is remaining and other things are there, then what differs uh, this situation from uh, that one which was in, in June? Right. The thing is that they just don't want to, uh, to uh, make this um, system or principle work. The proportionality principle. No matter it requires constitutional amendments or it does not require constitutional amendments. That's the core of the problem because uh, the, the constitutionality issue could be solved easily. We could declare that yes, we want to do it and we have debate on this issue and let the Venice Commission to, yeah, to decide. I, I wanted to ask you that. Is it, wor- is it worth getting, given, I, you know, I understand what you're saying, that the seat allocation, you're talking about basically allocation, and that's left to the election code. Yes. So it's not an issue of constitutionality. But just in any case, is it worth reaching out to the Venice Commission just to sort of conclusively sure, make a decision? Sure, it is, uh, it is worth, uh, but uh, you know, I personally am uh, oriented on the result, yeah. not on, the, on have getting more PR arguments right, against right. the government. Therefore, I would rather uh, try to achieve some uh, common language with the government and then bother uh, distinguished people in Venice Commission or other just to help us to find or to define or to shape certain things in order to uh, make a further step. Because if we are sure that government just does not want to uh, look to that direction, this is different scenario. We would still, of course, uh, approach the international uh, institutions, although you know Venice Commission cannot be approached by a group of citizens. No, right. The, 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 the some uh, official request is necessary. Although there are other institutions uh, which could be helpful at this stage, mm-hmm. and we will uh, send to them this proposal for sure, as part of our actions, but at the same time, we are uh, first of all willing uh, to convince the Georgian Dream people that uh, we need to uh, somehow um, sit together for finding the solution and to look to this German model as possible solution, and then 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 discuss the issues what 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 is remaining. Uh, and w- what we see is just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, well, it's not constitutional. The Constitution says 77. Why you are uh, b- um, uh, defining the proportionality principle out of 150? And, and, and so on. The other argument that, of course, that we've been hearing is that, um, you know, it's more of a will of the voters argument. So, in other words, you are taking, you it could, in theory, be taking seats away from people that, willingly voted, I want a Georgian, say, Georgian Dream majoritarian. I also want a George voting for Georgian Dream on the party list. And if you end up having to sort of take away my vote from the party list because of the number of seats, maybe I want a supermajority as a voter. So, you know, how do you respond to that argument that, you know, you're somehow taking away people's sort of franchise on the party list? Well, uh, how things are done in uh, uh, proportional systems in, in general? Or what is the argument uh, for those who are losers in the majoritarian system? Mm-hmm. 
whose candidate uh, never won, uh, especially when the, there is just a, a simple majority rule in the majority on elections, which means that well, 21% could vote for somebody and 69% uh, of voters are left without representation, and then so on and so on, because the every system uh, leaves uh, somebody uh, probably not completely satisfied. And uh, the Our World electoral War college, for example? Our the American Electoral College, yeah, yeah. for example. For example, for example. <laughs> yeah, not going too far from <laughs> from the systems. And uh, what 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 we are uh, kind of uh, bringing as major argument why we are moving towards proportionality. Uh, well, uh, because it is long demanded. But yeah, yeah we could have wrong demand because uh, it was promised by Georgian Dream as well. And when they promised that meant something, yeah, they represent the people of Georgia probably, yeah, while they are sitting in the seats in the parliament and they, they, they are paying attention to, to the people. Second, 250,000 voters signed under our request back in the spring for moving to the proportional representation. And most importantly, immediately after 2020 elections, even if in six-month period uh, snap elections happens, it will be proportional elections mm -hmm. because it is already in the Constitution. Now we are talking about this one-time use of a system uh, for uh, uh, b b b bigger issues, for uh, kind of defining the uh, political system, uh, how the parties will grow or not grow and so on. F for major issues, it, it is already there in the Constitution. That starting from 2021, we are moving to proportional representation. And yeah, if I if I am a voter, uh, I, I am I am uh, living in this kind of uh, environment. That's why any step towards more proportionality of uh, distribution or allocation of seats is justified legally, mm -hmm. politically, morally, historically. The are there other systems you can think of that would. I mean, you made a very, uh, I think, convincing case that the constitutionality argument shouldn't matter anyway, because if you have a political will to compromise, then you can you know, ensure that that happens. But are there any other systems you can think of that would just require an electoral law change as opposed to a constitutional change? Are there other models that you've considered in addition to the one that you proposed, the so-called German model? Like, could, is it possible to have like multi-member uh, mandates, or you well, would have that mandate, would require a constitutional well, change but, as well. Well, in the co in in, in uh, our proposal uh, for majoritarian uh, seats, we propose multi-mandate constituencies for majoritarian uh, districts. Well, um, you know, uh, it's very important to uh, put uh, any demand or initiative in the context. I believe the context we had. Uh, perfectly fits for the uh, German model or vice versa. German model fits to the context because of this overall mm -hmm. picture. Uh, well, in a uh, perfect world, uh, if uh, and when uh, the things are so complicated and controversy and clash is not uh, so high, well, yeah, but uh, on the shoes of the government, I would probably think about some other solutions. Yeah. Not just saying that, well, it is closed, nothing will happen. We want it, but it did not happen. But we see that they did not want to happen. And uh, while well, they left themselves in this kind of situation for too long, it's already two weeks since we are in this kind of crisis here. 
so I, I cannot think of anything at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but on the other hand, we have not heard anything as well. Right. So there's been, it, it seems the door has been closed on their end, at least, to have negotiations. Well, uh, as uh, um, my former uh, friend from civil society uh, activities, and since then my political competitor and uh, so enemy, Mr. Bokeria, mentioned the other day, no, the door is not completely closed, even though the Georgian Dream says that it is closed, because the Georgian Dream is known uh, for not keeping the awards. <laughs> so probably it's not closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, okay, so uh, what's next for sort of you all? I mean, what are your next steps at this at this point? Well, uh, about the steps or about the tactics, uh, yeah, if we, we are hearing uh, some uh, concerns from the people and from the international community about the methods of the protest actions and uh, the parliament uh, picketing of the parliament or these uh, street actions, uh, many think they are not helpful and effective. Well, I myself, I'm not big fan of uh, such uh, instruments, and not only now, but during my about 30 years of public uh, whatever activism, uh, I never was in front lines of such, such things. But on the other hand, I am telling to everybody that uh, even I have no arguments to with my colleagues from the opposition uh, urging or advising, uh, please uh, do something else, because nothing was uh, created, any other platform of dialogue or negotiations or something which could a uh, little bit uh, calm down the situation or to change the, um, the, 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 the methods. Uh, well, of course, uh, I see... Uh, where things are moving, if nothing happens. The things are moving to uh, growing nihilism about achieving anything about proportionality, uh, which would anger people even more. And if so, then the next, uh, what is left is uh, early elections, or mm -hmm. just resignation of the government and early elections. And these early elections with the current system uh, is probably something which Georgian Dream wants. Uh, because when they uh, staged that uh, failure of the voting on the constitutional amendments, they knew that there would be protest and they would have very uh, not very nice words uh, from everybody, including international community. And uh, why they did that? Why they took this huge price? What they want to achieve? Probably the next uh, step is uh, this extraordinary uh, elections with the current system. But uh, after they. Uh, gather some evidences uh, uh, that, well, this is a kind of criminal opposition or uh, Mr. Saakashvili uh, going on violence uh, and so on and so on. And uh, let's uh, not allow him to come back to the power. And the snap elections could be dominated with this kind of slogan from the uh, Georgian Dream side. On the other hand, uh, I don't exclude that uh, Mr. Saakashvili or anybody else who believe that uh, only in this kind of uh, very, very high temperature is um, possible uh, grabbing the power, because otherwise uh, it is not easy to get uh, more than 50% Georgians support. That, well, yeah, if, if government uh, goes on kind of violent, uh, uh, action from police and so on, that's the momentum to, to jump in. So. This this scenario is not good for Georgia, for sure. In this very, very, very uh, 
complicated uh, geopolitical environment and economic situation and everything else. Uh, weak institutions, uh, court system in such situation and, and economy and everything. Therefore, yeah, but I myself and many others, we try to avoid this. How to avoid that? Yeah, this German model came on the table because of that. Because it does not guarantee anything for anybody. It guarantees just a smooth uh, transition from this crisis to uh, a better situation. What I expect, uh, yeah, but it's, it's not easy to, to predict uh, uh, the, the actions of the Georgian dream with because of one very, very important uh, uh, specific characteristic of this uh, group of people. Uh, you rarely uh, see political thoughts there or political consideration and search for political solution. Just yesterday, Mr. Kaladze, uh, what was his uh, message? Uh, he said, uh, just be careful because we can take out proportional system even for 2021. Majority yeah. Yeah. And on the other hand, and wh whoever behaves uh, well and breaks with uh, the opposition, we will reward such people by not uh, uh, presenting our candidates in majoritarian districts. So that's the level of uh, political consideration or communication or uh, finding the solutions. And yeah, that's worrisome because uh, it's rather better to face a political opponent with whom you can uh, talk on the political language and have some uh, political calculations or predictions. Here it's, it's very different. It, um, do you think that in terms of the political calculus, and I'll let you go, <laughs> I know that you have to be somewhere. Uh, in terms of the political calculus though, do you think if, the, do you think snap elections would really be better for them now or riding it out and waiting until October? Well, yeah, it Given depends. Given the tensions right now and the if, fact that people uh, left the majority and they're sort of at a low point. Now. Yeah, but uh, is this uh, low but the, 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 uh, mini the, the lowest or uh, it's still somewhere midway and the real low is uh, in front? Uh, taking into account the, uh, I would say, political quality of the people who are now leading the uh, parliamentary agencies and so on and their experience and their everything uh, and I, I, I don't think what could make uh, Ivanishvili optimistic that as time goes he can, can improve his team mm. uh, it's just vice versa he would probably uh, try to catch the momentum when the opposition is on the weakest point and uh, if he is able to uh, somehow build a case which would be immediately tied to June 20, uh, these uh, stories and invented uh, things about unconstitutional um, takeover of power and this kind of stuff with mm -hmm. what we heard about June 20 events. Uh, and yeah, if he somehow takes the uh, argument or picture or video or whatever, I don't know, uh, which he could blame that you see, it, this is immediate problem because somebody is trying to bring down the country and therefore, yeah, I need to jump in uh, with the elections. Uh, so, uh, the, yeah, the problem is that uh, he will be trying to explore the weaknesses of the opponents rather than trying to build his own uh, stronger case because probably 
he's at the limit other than just uh, distributing lots of money to the people and so on so a lot of uh, obviously this is an english language podcast um a lot of people listening are from the international community are there any what are ways uh you see that the international community if any can can help uh in this situation well yeah that's the uh, one of the painful areas of uh, um, thinking because um, I am not questioning uh, whether the friends of Georgia are still friends of Georgia. Yeah, they are friends of Georgia uh, in Washington, in Brussels, in Berlin, in elsewhere. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, our friends are busy with many uh, domestic or some other international complications. And uh, yeah, we are really lacking timely um, support, uh, advice, um, and, and so on. Because it's not secret to anybody that Georgia is a young democracy, and in this community of democratic countries, uh, we need to be uh, helping each other uh, at this stage. And uh, Georgia must be kept on the uh, line of democratic pro-Western, pro-Euro-Atlantic uh, line. And uh, these kind of uh, problems we are facing here, yeah, they, they are making uh, lots of uh, threat to, 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 to this. Yeah, I wish uh, we had um, uh, yeah, more clear and timely voices, at least, if not bodies in Tbilisi. Mm. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I know it's a very, very busy period. So I appreciate you uh, sort of spelling this out for some of us who might not follow as closely. Uh, and I'm very grateful for your presence here today. Thank you very much, Laura. And thank you for... NDI. I, I'm not, I don't want to miss this opportunity <laughs> to thank uh, NDI and thank you Jipa. Uh, I am very proud that uh, I was able to uh, put at least one stone at the very beginning of this great institution together with uh, our international friends, how Jipa was uh, yeah, coming to Georgia. Thank you. Thank you.